0: Welcome to this week's Simply Economics podcast with Mark Rogers. Mark is the senior U.S. economist for Econoday. Mark, thanks for joining us. Thanks. Glad to be here. Now, let's look ahead uh, to the week upcoming. Fiscal cliff issues still remain. How are they going to affect this week's numbers?
1: Let's put it first in a broad perspective. Sometimes we forget that their individual effects and that their overall effects on the economy uh... clearly there can be impacts on individuals but if the economy is moot that can be negative to some degree but if the economy is growing that can offset the negative impacts on individuals so the highlight of this week probably is going to be retail sales and their concerns that higher payroll taxes and delayed income tax returns might cut into retail sales. Uh, On the delayed income tax returns, the IRS at the end of 2012 did not know all of the details of reform legislation on the fiscal cliff, so there were delays there. We do have data already on unit new motor vehicle sales, which were moderately good. They rose 0.6% in February, and that's a positive for retail sales. But we don't know the price effects yet. You know, they're off and on price discounting by auto dealers. So the, the unit numbers are good, but we don't know the dollar numbers yet. Also in February, gasoline prices were up, so we're probably going to have some impact there. And in terms of trying to get a a grasp of how the underlying economy is doing, we're going to have to go past the retail sales, excluding autos and excluding gasoline. And we're probably going to need to wait another month and see how the... Income tax refunds kick in
0: what about inflation? we talked a lot about inflation last week uh, what 's going on what do you see on the inflation front
1: well what what's important about the inflation numbers of course there's the off and on volatility from the energy component and occasionally food more recently food but what the markets are really sensitive about is the fact that the Fed now is basing its guidance on monetary policy, specifically when rates are going to go up or not, and when quantitative easing ends or not, is that they're now using two economic indicators or two sectors It's posed in terms of two indicators, uh, the unemployment rate and also the consumer price inflation rate, even though the Fed has actually elaborated that they're looking at a lot of numbers, not just two specific numbers. But the bottom line is, if inflation is looking a little bit too warm, there are going to be some district bank gu- district bank presidents that are going to be nervous about you know we need to unwind sooner than later so the markets will be paying attention to not just every employment report but also every inflation report well they I know- have they have to- been ratcheted up in terms of
0: importance Well, excuse me for interrupting there. I I know that is on the minds of a lot of the people that um, I talked to during the week. Um, Well, let's look at the past week. Uh, A a lot went on. The big economic news was the employment report for February. Um, I'm going to let you tell us what stood out in that report to you.
1: The first thing is that the payroll number was Substantially stronger than expected. There is a gain of 236,000 for the month of February, and analysts had forecast, you know, depending on which survey you look at, uh, but uh, Econoday's forecast survey showed a 171,000 increase. So that's a huge difference on the upside. Uh, we also saw strength both in the private sector, well, we saw it in the private sector in goods producing and service providing sectors. So, the, the strength outside of government was broad-based.
0: Well, we also saw an improvement in the unemployment rate, uh, which I know was a, based on slightly contradictory evidence, but what's going on there?
1: Uh, that's true. Uh, we did see a dip to 7.7% in February from 7.9% the prior month, and expectations were 7.8%, so it beat expectations. But part of the problem, and this has been discussed for quite some time, part of the problem is that improvement was partly, not entirely, but partly related to a drop in the labor force, which means they're there's still workers out there who are discouraged and quit looking for a job equities were up and remain up
0: Um, they didn't seem to wait on the employment number to go up what were the key factors in the stock market I know people are I know people are interested in finding out from you what is going on with the equities market
1: it's it's truly an issue well, there's more than one issue the economy is on the mend it's not where we'd like it to be but it's on the mend it is growing not as much as we want but the fed is basically and others are jumping in on this view the fed is basically forcing investors to choose do, do investors get a rate of return that they like in terms of bonds or do they take or put their money in riskier investment such as equities and even though they're you know we'll talk about it in a minute little bump up in Treasury rates uh, there's still very little return there so what do you do with your money so we have the Fed punch bowl which the Fed keeps replenishing there's just tons of liquidity. It's liquidity. You don't want to say printed money. It's liquidity. (laughs) There's tons of liquidity out there. And if you want to make some return on your money, the only option is to go into equities. And that's basically what happened. Specifically on Monday, Vice Chair of the Fed, Janet Yellen, stated that the Fed would continue to buy mortgage-backed securities and treasuries for quite some time and there's some speculation that she could be the next chair of the Fed after Ben Bernanke's term as chair ends early next year. Turning to the treasuries market, rates
0: rates did rise notably, yields for the mid to long-term maturities gained 15 to 20 basis point
1: points. What was going on there? Basically the bond traders and they they have a different view of the economy than equity traders and they are just super sensitive to everything from what the fed's doing to what the economic indicators suggest for the economy to competitive rates from overseas and the exchange markets but basically the economy's looking stronger. And again, it's not gangbusters. But Treasury traders see the latest news as a a moderately stronger economy, and they're very forward-looking. They are anticipating at some point that the Fed is going to unwind the quantitative easing, and interest rates are going to head up Gradually, very gradually, at least that's the Fed's hope, but at some point it's going to happen. The Fed policy meeting is coming up
0: when? On March 19th and 20th, I think. That's Uh, right. How do the latest numbers affect Fed thinking?
1: I'm going to have to (laughs) give you the caveat. This is my opinion, (laughs) but... uh, I bu- truly believe that there's going to be, well, there's going to be a lot of internal discussion of timing and guidance for when the Fed changes policy. Uh, the bottom line for the near term, I believe, is it, it's the old adage, one month does not a trend make, you know, it sounds like Yoda speak from uh, Star Wars, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you can't take one month's worth of uh, employment numbers in base policy just on one month. And there's going to be, I am certain, I bet money, there, there, there are going to be plenty of Fed speakers who say, we are happy that employment improved in february but we're gonna have to wait and see so it's gonna take some time for there to be changes in guidance and in terms of the likelihood of uh when rates might change however looking ahead uh every Well, four times a year, the Fed does publish forecasts. This is one of those meetings when we get new forecasts, not just on GDP, inflation, and unemployment, but on the timing of changes in rates. So this policy meeting will get a little extra attention. Uh,
0: No doubt about that, and no doubt that we'll have plenty to talk about in the weeks to come. Thank you, Mark, very much. This is, this is fantastic. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks. Glad to be here.